friends, Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is 11 August 2021, Wednesday. Pulling out of the neighborhood, heading down. It's a little foggy, 68 degrees. Rained yesterday for quite a while. That's good. Nourish up these plants. Give a little, tss, little cool down out this way towards the end of summer. No complaints there. So let's see what we have here. Okay, so I just finished my uh, the show that we've been watching together. As a family, my wife and I mostly. Uh, it's called Sweet Tooth. It's on Netflix. Pretty good series. And I started to tell you a little bit about this. It's kind of a fantasy, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic um, story about this virus. I know. I can't believe I'm watching a show about a fucking virus. The virus associated with the virus disease. Hybrids babies that are born with, you know, like a goat baby, a deer baby, the main, main character's got antlers coming out of his head, he's not even double digits yet, I don't think, so they call him Sweet Tooth because he, yeah, he likes Sweet Tooth, his father used to feed him on uh, maple syrup, raise him in the woods. So now if he sees candy, he really likes sugar, you know, he enjoys it. Probably going to get diabetes. Tyku diabetes. Um, <clears throat> so we watched the season finale, season one finale yesterday, and, you know, it's, obviously there's going to be a second season, so the story's pretty good. It leaves some of the things unresolved, but some hope in the final Episode where you can see kind of where it's going. Um, essentially, these hybrids, they're all kids because they were born during this typical period, uh, this particular period where, again, there's this virus, so they're not even adolescents yet. So they are being kind of vilified and associated with this virus that killed a lot of mankind. So they're going and got into hiding. Also, the hybrids are used for medical research because they believe that there is a cure within them, and there may be, but there's one general kind of villain guy. He's looking... Seeking these uh, these hybrids at all costs, and it's pretty crazy. And everybody's just trying to make sense of who they are. You know, you got these poor fucking kids. One looks like a woodchuck. Um, 
and then the others, they got fucking Goat Boy, and they got a, the, the Antler Kid, they call him Sweet Tooth. Some dialogue in the final minutes of the last season were to the effect of, like, you'd see these hybrids are coming together. There's a place called a preserve where a woman... Um, basically took in all these, it was a former zoo, and she took in all these animals, these hybrids, and took care of them and protected them, and um, these, the antagonists are called the last men, so they're looking all over for these hybrids, they can get bounties, they can make money on them, and, uh, but again, the hybrids get tortured and killed in the name of medical research, so. She's trying to help this woman. She's trying to help them. Some overriding themes in the last minutes of the first episode. A guy talks about, uh, the narrator chimes in. He's like, you know, sometimes family is what you make it. Really?
show. And I, so, you know, in the finale, of course, I'm crying like a fucking baby because uh, poor hybrids, they're, they're being captured and rounded up and tortured and they're just little kids, you know, that happen to have animal characteristics. this doctor involved, uh, it's, uh, it's an ordinary doctor, who's really good at helping people through this time with this virus, and uh, he's been kind of like blackmailed and threatened, and to do the bidding, oh yeah, yeah, fucking PW guy, finally got a straight road with nobody in front of you. See what you do with it. Stand by. Speedy Gonzalez, get your fucking ass moving. So a lot of themes that reminded, you know, just brought a tear to my eye, or they're crying like a baby because the good, the protagonists, the good guys, started to come together, and they're meeting each other, and they're in, the, in like this makeshift jail. They're all in cages, and one of the hybrids get loose, gets loose, and lets them all out of their cages and they meet in this little makeshift jail and they just give each other a hug and understand each other and they wonder at each other hey look at you I have a pig nose oh I have a turkey ass Uh, I have uh, goat hooves well I'm part dog and Sweet Tooth himself, he's got a pet dog, like a, a stuffed animal, floppy dog, his father made out of his own socks. Wasn't even his biological father, it turns out. But somebody who cared about him and took him in and cared for him and took mercy on him and did the right thing to raise him, you know? I think it's wonderful. It's a wonderful storyline amidst, you're like, what's going on? You got this gigantic black guy who apparently was a former NFL player. And, um, his story turns out to be that he lost his wife and child, and you don't know where they are. They were taken, and, and you're, see, you're seeing some glimpses of, you know, there's this other girl who's like this, the lead of this animal army. She's like a teenager, and she, uh, they call her Bear, she becomes part of this trio, kind of like, kind of like uh, Alice in Wonderland. Where there's all these characters around the main character, or um, fucking uh, 
What's the other one there? Follow the Yellowbrick Road. How come I can't remember the name of that movie? Um, Dorothy. Fucking Scarecrow. Still half asleep here. It's the Wizard of Oz. So. There's all these ca- cast of characters around the main um, antagonist, and and they run each into each other. And again, they're unassuming. You got a fucking hey, Wizard of Oz. You got a cowardly, you got a lion, you got a Tin Man, you got a scarecrow, you got a little girl, you got wizards and munchkins and all kinds of weird things. And you know, if we get to talk about symbolism, you know, be symbolic of life and people and how disparate we are, how varying we are in our characteristics, our likes, our dislikes, our whatever. But how really we're all the same, and we're all just trying to survive and thrive and have a, enjoy our lives. And so, uh, I really like it. I like the movie. It absolutely... Kept my attention, and I'm looking forward, looking forward to season two. You know, some of these different shows, you might look at them and be like, oh, that looks, I don't know if I like that one. You know, like I started a Netflix show last night that, uh, it was something called Ghosts and Bones or something, and it was like almost like it's a medieval time sort of thing, steampunk, fantasy, you know, where soldiers living in camps, and they've got generals, and they've got people, you know, thieves, and all kinds of different things going on, uh, very complex with its characters, there's magic, and like kind of witch doctors involved, and Weird dragons and shit. This thing called the fuck they called the fold, which is like this big abyss, like clouded over, misty part of the land or the whatever world they live in, and nobody goes there. It's like this uncharted territory. Nobody goes into the enchanted forest. Nobody goes into into this. Wood, you know, you might never come out if you go in there. They say there's giant spiders and all kinds of things that'll eat you, but uh, it knows you're, you know, there's all kinds of. Think about the various um, representations of that in stories. You know, it could be Sherwood Forest and Robin Hood, where it's so thick in there that the bands of thieves could could hide, and all kinds of different folk were in there, you know, people that are living their lives, people that are like villains and shit, and they would go in there and be thieves by day, and if they got chased out of the city or conducted a crime or um, were being chased after by the king or the royalty, trying to tax them and shit, like, fucking, I'm going to Sherwood Forest. 
they lived in there and swung from vines and shot arrows at bad guys and all kinds of stuff. A lawless place. Could be like an inner city, a real bad area of a city where that, that is reported to be very dangerous. And think about it like that. Think about a community like that, like Philadelphia. There are parts where you get make the wrong turn. You're like, oh shit, where am I? Things just look a little bit like strange. How do people live down here? This is not what I'm used to. This is like a concrete jungle. This is unfamiliar, hostile perhaps. And I'm sure that there are elements that could be and are, but within those little houses and whatever, there are people trying to live. People have a story, you know, what life is like in there. And it's like people just been driving through suburbia here. This is normal, normal for people. This is what people yearn for. Oh, house in suburbia, my little white picket fence, parking off the street, a park right across this freaking way. Yeah, I was looking for something. So I don't know if this is any use to you, but I'm just trying to, I always enjoy narratives, you know, different little stories that, uh, that have themes to them that are familiar, that stories that have been told. Again, they say that there's, I mean, if you think about some of the great storytellers that you hear about, those books are often simple. They have themes that can be complex, though, that can be, the character development is is intense, and so many other stories movies and all that are built upon the framework that we're going to a simple recipe that humans connect with we communicate with watch this my buddy Richie look at it there, this fucking guy, (laughs) just to see him every week, and I told him, his back and his hips hurt, and he fucking had terrible mobility and all that shit, I said, dude, your hips, I could tell that his hips were degenerated, you know, so he'd come see me every day, or every week, and I said, get those x-rays, man, sit down with a orthopedic, you know, see what they say, sure enough, he is terrible uh, arthritis and they uh, he got double hip replacement and he was just walk, strutting around the freaking community walking his dog <laughs> stepping it out striding around like it's fucking nothing you know compared to his limping around forever pain and how that made him feel and the way that probably you know, grumpy and miserable too, right? How could he not be? So, uh, everybody's got a story, you know? I'm going to see if I can find some, um, 
some good stories to tell today. Worth telling. I'll try to write them down. It's always an adventure, especially on midweek on a Wednesday. Let's see what goes on around here. You'll hear from me. Everybody have a wonderful day. Love and respect. And uh, be the protagonist in your own story. Gather around you a complex cast of characters who can support you. They don't need to be, you know, they might not be who you might think. They could be some other folks. I mean, it made me think in, in closing how many people that I know that I love that are, are not blood, but are people that I know that I can count on. And they know they can count on me. And we do right by each other and take care of each other the best we can. And yeah, that's, that's what's over. That's the overarching story. Yeah that I see, that I take away. It's what made me cry at the end of Sweet Tooth is um, all these people, you know, finding each other, not trusting each other, then trusting each other, then, then learning to, you know, seeing commonalities and learning to trust each other and care for each other and see through all the bullshit and come together and rise above and everybody's happy, you know? So try to put that together in your life together. You will naturally. But uh, build complexity into your story. Find some people who accompany you on the hero's journey. 